Just Hard Parking, sponsored by Wright Honda and Wright Toyota out of Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm your host, Jay Finney. Monterey Car Week is here. Coming up on today's show, Johnny Valencia joins the show as a guest. He's back to tell you everything you could expect from Exotics on Broadway. Arguably, this is the biggest event. And it's, it sounds crazy. Just listen to me. This Arguably, this is, this is growing into one of the premier events of Monterey Car Week because of the fact that it's open to the general public. You can go to Monterey. Anyone can go to Monterey during Monterey Car Week and see video game style cars. The scene, there is million dollar cars, hundreds of thousands of dollar cars parked on the side of the road, parked up and down the streets in traffic. My first time there, I knew I knew shit was real because I was stuck in traffic with Ferrari F40s and F50s. It was kind of amazing to see. But what he and his team has been able to do over the last few years with Exotics on, formerly Cannery Row, turning into this big event. I'm excited for you guys to hear what's going to be in store this weekend. But before all that, just want to give a quick moment of silence for what's going on in Maui. What's going on in Maui is everybody knows, everyone's seen the news. It's impossible to avoid. The town of Lahaina, I don't know if I'm saying it right, Lahaina, it's 90% destroyed. I thought it was 100% destroyed. I remember that town when my wife and I went to Maui a few years ago. That in Kanapali, which is a little further north, is essentially destroyed. We stayed in Kanapali. But Lahaina was the only place that we've gone to in Hawaii on all the islands where it felt kind of like home. Because for those of you who have been there, you understand. For those of you who have never been to any of the Hawaii islands, things shut down early. If you're not where you're going to be at 8, 30, 9 o'clock, most of the islands, everything's closed. There's no such thing as a late night dinner. Maybe in Honolulu, but it's hard to find a place to have a drink 11, 30, 12 at night. In Lahaina, they had that. And I remember where we were. We went to a bar, went upstairs. We sat at a table overlooking the balcony. And it wasn't like a romantic thing. It was a bar. But their selection of liquor was one of the most vast collections of liquor that I had ever seen at that time. It wasn't a huge bar, but the stuff that they had was good stuff. That's the first time I ever had Octomore. And that's the first time I ever had Glenfiddich 63. I had two bottles at home, but I've never opened them. You know, there's just the things they had on that on that small menu. And we walked around, and that town is just destroyed. I saw on the news where you would see the cars lined up, like every apocalypse movie. You see abandoned cars lined up from when people were just trying to flee the city. And you're on an island. Where are you going to go besides maybe the other side of the island? But these cars were all abandoned and burnt one of the guys described it as a scene from Pompeii where he had one of the rescue, search and rescue people, had described it as you would just see people just, the fire was so hot, their ashes were just formed. Like, he didn't use this word, but I'm just using my imagination, like a mannequin. Like maybe a mannequin on the ground. And they were saying that the fire at times was 200 feet tall. And it essentially came out of nowhere. And everyone's looking for somebody else to blame. So now pressure is coming down on, okay, we're, can we blame the emergency, the environmental emergency weather response team or whatever it's called by not getting the word out? 
And it happened so fast, the townspeople weren't warned. And once they figured out what was going on, it was too late. But to see, having been on those roads and having seen Maui of all the islands, their highways, their infrastructure, but not a lot of four-lane roads. If I recall correctly, there was a main highway that basically goes north and south. It kind of curves around north of Hana, all the way up to Kanapali and Lahaina. Everything else is a two-lane highway. And I can't even imagine that. So I did a thing on the One Auto page where I said, hey, guys, if you go out to reach out worldwide, which they do disaster relief, that's 100% funded disaster relief. Where's the connection that used to be, you know, Paul Walker started it, Cody Walker and his team run it now. And I said, if you donate, I don't care if it's a dollar, $2, $20, I don't need to see your donation. Use the honor system. You go to their Instagram and click on the links in their bio, reach out worldwide, row, and you'll see donate slash Hawaii or something like that. And 100% of that money goes toward their deployment efforts that go out there and help clean up and get people aid. And if you do that, this is what I said on the page, I will send you a One World, One Auto shirt. I make those shirts right here in my office. A few people did. Thank you so much for those of you who decided to do it. I don't hold it against people for not wanting to help. But what I do hold it against people is saying, oh, I feel so bad for them. I wish I could do something. And then when you give people an opportunity to do something, they still don't do it. I'm never going to tell you what to do with your money ever, ever. But the thing about donating, it's not the same as if you go and buy a bunch of canned goods and you drop them off somewhere at a food donation center, because we do that every year at one less with the United Food Bank. When you decide to put money towards a .org, a 5013C, not only does that money help those recipients, but you as a taxpaying American get to write that off as a donation on your taxes. It's a win-win and people still don't do it. And I think it's just people don't do it because they don't want to do it. I think they do it because they don't do it because maybe they feel like the money's not going to go to where it's supposed to go to. So why would I do it? There's a lot of those things out there. But whether it goes to where it's supposed to go or it doesn't, you can still write that off on your taxes. You can still help people. Reach out worldwide. 100% of that goes toward those efforts. Maybe I should do that with hard parking. What do you guys think? Hardparkingpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know. Easy to find on social media too. Again, I'm never going to tell someone what to do with their money. But when you have an opportunity to make a difference, and it benefits not only you, but the people that you're trying to help, feels kind of like a no-brainer. And of course, we donated because every year when we do our taxes, my wife says, we need to donate more because we need more deductions. And that's why we do United Food Bank, because we can help people and also benefit our tax situation. It's a win-win. And this is the first thing that we've done this year. So anyway... Enough about that. I'm off my soapbox. Coming up after this word from Foil Online, Johnny Valencia, what you can expect at Exotics on Broadway, Monterey, 2023. Jay Finning here, and I want to tell you guys about Foil Online. For over a decade, Foil Online has been bringing the best truck accessories and truck parts to enhance the appearance and performance of all trucks and SUVs. They are dedicated to providing an extensive range of upgrades that will match any maker model on the road. Truck products cover everything you need 
to give your truck a custom look and added functionality. And if you need a tire and wheel package, head over and use the configuration tool. They carry all the major brands of wheels and tires, so we'll get outfitted today. So visit them online at 4WheelOnline or call them at 813-769-2451. Again, that's 4WheelOnline, the number 4 wheel online. He is a partner with Gear One Agency on the Exotics of Broadway management team. In fact, that's what we're here to talk about. Mr. Johnny Valencia, welcome back to your, I feel like, annual or semi-annual appearance on the show. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, but, you know, we need to work on that and, and, you know, not wait till car week every year to, uh, you know, catch up on things. Well, no, you get, you get the Super Bowl. You get 30 seconds to pick your Super Bowl pick as well every year. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So I forgot about that, but you know, we're only a couple of weeks away from football season too. So I'm pretty excited about that. Me too, man. Um, so what do you guys got going on this year at Monterey? What's different? Absolutely, man. Well, you know, Monterey is always a nice evolving event within itself, you know, all the different events and whatnot. But this year is uh, shaping up specifically. Let's talk about exotics on Broadway on Saturday the 19th. Yep. The event is bigger this year. You know, it's spread across, I think now seven blocks in Seaside, California. Broadway Avenue being the most prominent uh, focal point of it. And then now we're extending north and southbound on Fremont, which is attached to Broadway. So it's going to be big, man. Better see you there. Well, we'll get to that. So is Fremont, I feel like I've been on Fremont. Is it up closer to where the buses drop everyone off or is it down past the very first time you guys were there? So Broadway Avenue is for, well, the event is on Broadway Avenue, which spans four blocks. And on each of the bookends, you have major intersections Uh, If you're looking straight down at a map on Broadway, Del Monte is on the left, and then Fremont is on the right. Okay. So, actually a major intersection where, I guess if you wanted to say Broadway for our event ends, you kind of run into either Del Monte or Fremont. So, Fremont is that major avenue cross-section that attaches to Broadway. And we're going to be taking, uh, we're going to have cars and vendors and, you know, everything that everybody wants on Fremont in the southbound lane. Now, this is your third year on Broadway, right? Yes. This is year three. There was a two-year uh, pause due to the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, came back nice and strong last year, and then this year is even better. Right. So I don't remember. Did you guys even have vendors the first time or just had a bunch of cool cars out there? No, there were vendors. Uh, there's been vendors since it was back in Cannery Row. Um, you know, the show is really focused on manufacturers of these amazing supercar, exotic cars, hypercars, and then also the companies that help, you know, make them personalized to what we all like to do. So mm-hmm. that means performance parts companies wheel companies, tire companies, and then we have also supporting companies that come in, primarily automotive-focused. Not all of them. You know, some of them are luxury lifestyle as well. Right. But, you know, if you want to pick up some cool stuff, uh, it's definitely one of those events that uh, you could pick up some really cool merch. So just be, uh, you know, prepared to look around and pick up some of my stuff. With that being said, I think I saw the entry list posted online you want to tell the listeners what they're missing out on because a lot of those, it, even any specific vehicle, most people are never going to see their entire life. But you have 
a lot of them. Well, you know, when it rains, it pours. Uh, and in this situation, it's uh, great that it's pouring on us with the request of, you know, some really impressive vehicles and lineups and collections and um, companies that are showing up um, off the top of my head. Uh, this year, uh, you know, I didn't mention earlier, there is one thing different, Jay, and that's that this year we have started uh, a featured mark. So for those of you that don't know, a featured mark is when we select, you know, either a company, a product, or a brand to kind of celebrate and, you know, talk a little bit extra about their importance. So this year it is going to be Pagani. And uh. Pagani is joining us. You know, Pagani Manufacturing, you know, the company is joining us. They're going to be bringing, I believe, 13, 13 right. cars. Right. I thought I saw that. I'm like, okay, yeah. okay, look at that list. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Uh, 13 cars. Uh, Horacio Pagani himself will be there. Um, you know, he'll be at the at the merch booth. He'll be doing an autograph signing session. He'll come up on the stage and say some words uh, along with uh, some other people from his company. So um, that's a great attraction, you know, having Pagani there. So we'll be showcasing them, you know, a little extra, you know, being our featured mark for 2023. Along with that, we have announced... Uh, vehicles such as an Apollo Evo, um, mm. who have an Aston Martin Valkyrie uh, that will be joining us. Uh, there will be double-digit Koenigseggs there, uh, ranging from several different models. Um, John Hennessy from Hennessy Performance um, is going to, I believe, have, um, along with himself, joining us in the show. Um, we'll be there in total with eight of, I believe, the Venom, Venom F5s. Wow. Um, you know, the list goes on and on. I mean, almost you name it, uh, it's going to be there. You know, La Ferraris, you know, all the favorites. La Ferraris, Carrera GTs, 918 Spiders, um, Senna GTRs. There's a street legal Lanzante Senna GTR that's going to be in the HRE wheels booth. Um, another separate Senna GTR in someone else's booth. Um, it, it, it's really nice. You know, I, it's gotten to the point where I, I'm like, wow, you know, it's like we just keep sharing and posting and updating the social media. Just check out the Instagram page uh, or if you're a Facebook person, follow the Facebook page. And uh, we are every day updating you with all the latest and greatest. And as usual, that's what makes this event the most unique event in Monterey, in my opinion, in the in the opinion of thousands of others, is there's no actual fee for someone to come and show up and take a look at the stuff. Yeah, correct. And I appreciate you bringing that up. And, you know, that is what makes our event uh, a little more unique than everything else in Monterey. And I'll be the first one to tell you, you know, when I get to Monterey, you know, I want to go to Motorlux and I want to go to Quail and I'm going to go to Pebble Beach and, you know, a lot of the other supporting events, you know, we'll definitely be at those events. Uh, they each provide a very unique experience and something that we noticed, you know, with the inception of creating this event was it's tough to get into some of these events, whether it's because it's extremely exclusive, it's private or it might just be out of budget, let's say for a local family of three or four or five that, you know, wants, wants to take their kids to check out cars. So um, the thing behind exotics is, you know, it's the people show, you know, we want to provide something to the people to come to and it's absolutely free for anyone to come and spectate. 
we charge for cars to enter and park in the show. We charge right. for the sponsors and vendors. Um, but, you know, we want to give back. And, you know, the future is the young folks that have the opportunity. And, you know, they might be impacted so much by seeing that vehicle in person that they've only seen on Instagram that, you know what, that might be the next engineer, designer, race car driver, whatever that's involved with the automotive industry. And, you know, we want to keep kind of cultivating that. And uh, we feel that this show, you know, plays a role in that. I've noticed this year there's not being any promotion. So I just assume it's not going to happen. No fuel run Monterey. Uh, there actually is a fuel run Monterey happening. Yes. It's happening on Wednesday. Have so I just that, not seen it? I guess you haven't, man. Are what you the following? hell? <laughs> All right. So fuel run Monterey, what's that entail? Yeah. So fuel run Monterey is happening again. Uh, it starts next Wednesday. Uh, going back to the roots, switching it up a bit, starting in Malibu instead of uh, Santa Clarita, like uh, they have been over at Porsche Santa Clarita for the last few years. So good to switch it up to where it started, Malibu to Monterey. Um, you know, we're talking 75 to 100 cars making the trek up to Monterey because they want to be in Monterey for Car Week. Um, so that starts off Wednesday morning, uh, the traditional lunch stop in Morro Bay. Uh, to, to have lunch there with the group, uh, which of course is provided. And then everyone arrives into Monterey, basically dumping into Cannery Row. So um, if you're a fan or if you're someone who's in Monterey on Wednesday and you kind of want to see all the cars and see the arrival of people, everyone's going to kind of arrive into the Cannery Row area, kind of, you know, park, disperse, everybody goes and has dinner on their own. Um, and then that's it for Wednesday. There is a bonus add-on drive for Thursday morning. Uh, so you could either you could add that on to your day one or if you just wanted to do day two because you're already in Monterey and want to do something. Uh, so Thursday morning, there is a half-day uh, rally as well that, that you can participate in. Now, you guys used to arrive on Thursdays sometimes too, did you not? Yeah, it used to be. We've kind of gone back and forth. Um, the thing is with uh, the Motor Lux event that happens on Wednesday evening, you know, that's a pretty popular event mm -hmm. and a lot of people want to attend that. So uh, moving it to Wednesday and making sure that we allow in time to allow people to, you know, get there, uh, check into their hotel or whatever, change clothes and head over to Motor Lux. So that's why we shifted it. Well, cool, man. Sounds exciting. Sounds like it's going to be another great year in Monterey. If you have anything cool left over, make sure you ship it to me. I will not be going to Monterey this year. Oh, and so you're not going to come meet me at Enzo's for a drink? Come on. No, I'm not going to be at Enzo's for a drink either. Maybe <laughs> I should, should I fly in with my private jet and then just kind of oh, get a drink and then fly back home? Well, I will tell you, I will, I will definitely set uh, some items aside that I will get to you. And uh, that way, you know, you can still officially say you have partaken in some way, shape or form and, 2023 uh, car week. Yeah, I, I missed it last year as well, so I just I need to get back there. Um, so when are you gonna when are you gonna sell me your Integra? Oh man, you're really shifting gears here, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that thing's beautiful, man. Um, I appreciate that. You know, um, I love that car for well, you know, we all love all of our different cars for yeah. different reasons. And my thing was, hey man, when 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 that car came out. 
I just wasn't in the position. I was very young. I wasn't in the position to be even to try and get one. I was driving around an old 89 CRX SI. Um, had friends that had them, and I just thought they were the coolest damn cars. And, and, and Jay, dude, this is before I like even like knew anything honestly about like cars like like we do now, right? Right. You know, I didn't know about the history of Honda and, and you know uh, Ayrton Senna and and you know all you know all those kind of things about you know the 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 performance and what went into designing that car and why and why it exists. I just thought it was a cool car and it was kind of fast and it sounded good. So I always said if I ever start looking for one, I'm you know I'm going to pick one up and I'm going to do my damnedest to build it like I would have back then. So I've been very lucky to find man finding parts. Ooh, tough. Mm. Um, that's tough. Uh, I love OBD one cars because they're a little bit less restrictive. But when something goes wrong, <laughs> it's, it's very right. tough to die. Um, so I've been going through those kind of pains, but. I love the car. I'm happy with it. I, I honestly don't think I'm going to do anything else to it. So uh, it, I hope you get to see it someday, man. It's 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 so fun, uh, nostalgic to me, and I appreciate you asking for it. And if, if if you really want it, I'll I'll think about that if I ever get to that point. <laughs> it's on the it's on the very long list of cars that'd be nice to have one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good choice. I mean, that's a good one. Thanks, Johnny. And people could follow on uh, Exotics on Broadway to, to stay up to date on at uh, for Monterey Car Week, which is next Saturday. Yep, next Saturday, uh, August 19th, Seaside, California, Broadway Avenue, 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, definitely either check out exoticsonbroadway.com for details such as locations, uh, free shuttle parking, so you're not... Uh, you know, driving around for an hour looking for parking, uh, and then all event updates uh, also on the Instagram page, Exotics on Broadway. Thanks, man. All right. Appreciate it, man. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much. I want to thank Johnny Valencia for joining the show. That conversation, as all conversations, are brought to you by Cell Shop Wireless Services. You know, one of these days, Johnny's going to be on the show and his phone is going to be competent because it's never a good sounding interview. And I tried to clean it up as best as I could. But as long as I sound good. So Johnny and I have known each other for quite a few years. Back when I had a show car, he used to be with Michelin. And I've told this story, I think, in some capacity in the past. But, you know, listeners to the show come and go. This could be your first time. This could be your 50th time. This could be your 150th time. But they were my tire sponsor, and that's how we built a relationship. But I love the fact that he's willing to come onto this show and talk about whatever's going on because he is part of a team that makes a lot of events happen. And when you mess with that, you can get access to a lot of cool shit. I've never been in a Pagani. I've never been in a Koenigsegg. But I know that if I go to Exotics on Cannery Row, I'm still not going to get in a Pagani or a Koenigsegg. But Johnny doesn't care if you have a billion dollars or if you have $5. He's all business at these shows. He and I had a conversation after we got done with that discussion, and I just asked him, I go, look, man, I know you're kind of old school like me. We like all sorts of cars. But being around these hyper cars, these million, two, $3 million cars, $500,000 cars all the time, are you like, that's a cool car, but it's not my thing? But he says, you know, Jay, I love all these cars. But at heart, he's still, I mean, he loves his Integra. That's why I brought it up. And when we go to a Cars and Coffee, 
I know it's hard for some of you to understand because you don't care anything about cars, but when we go to a cars and coffee event and you walk around, there's usually two different types of cars and coffee. They're the one with all the high-end exotics and a cool bunch of cool cars, and that's where people who are casually in the cars that don't really care about cars, they want to see that. They want to see this $2 million car because they're not used to seeing it, and that's cool. But for me, I love it too, but I might look at this car. It might be a 1990-something whatever car, and someone has put a lot of cool work into it. And I'm not talking all tricked out with giant wheels and chrome everywhere. I mean, that's cool. If you're into that, I'm not, but I can still appreciate it. But when you're walking past these rows of all these Ferraris and McLarens and all this other stuff, and you see like a really nice Subaru that's fixed up, you're like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Or an old pickup truck, and the guy's got the picture book of how it used to look like when he first got it and all the work he's done to it. And this is a special radiator cap. And this was built at World War II, and this is the last one that left the factory. The factory blew up, and there's only 10 of these in the world, and here it is on my truck. That's cool. You know, and that's what it's all about for me as well. But it's always good to, to talk to guys like that. It's always good to just kind of chat it up. But with that being said, I want to thank Right Honda and Right Toyota, fourwheelonline.com, sell shop wireless services. Oh, by the way, make sure if you follow me on Instagram, you check out the hard parking channel. A lot of giveaways. Okay, back to business. Patreon business supporter, Cuyo Automotive out of Winnegar, Florida, Pell Construction out of Calendar, New Michigan, Beak House, Small Home Design, Ashbury, Virginia, Traverse City, Michigan, Jamie's Success with Wes Tankersley out of Boise, Idaho, and you can catch myself and Wes every Wednesday on One Drink Wednesday, only on Instagram Live, 7 o'clock Pacific. And that is not a podcast. That's just Instagram Live. If you want to join the Patreon, Patreon.com, Hard Rocking Podcast for as little as $3 a month. The feed is now available wherever you get your podcast as well. So if you sign up for the Patreon, you don't have to stream it through the Patreon or through just Apple because before you can either get it directly from Patreon or Apple, but you couldn't get it through, say, Spotify. But you can now. Thank you, Mark Stoneman, Catherine Cox, Eddie Ramos, Richard Graves, Byron Jones, Bo Jung, Alice Kamina, Drew Bunkley, and David Garner. If you have questions for the show, heartbreakingpodcast.gmail.com. Don't forget to leave a review. Please, if this is your first time listening, I don't care. Just don't give me a one star. I need those reviews. Follow me on Instagram at jfinning. I can't grow late telling the world how great this show is. Let's do this. Let's grow this thing together. And I will talk to you all next week. Next week, actually coming up, excellent conversation with Marcus and John of the RTWJ podcast. You're not going to want to miss that one. Shut up! Now it's stripping time. Ain't nobody got time for that.